Welcome to Podcasting for That Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. And we are here back at it again to bring you some brand new analysis. Hi, friends. I'm Ernmardia. And my name is Brennan. Welcome back. This is your Bachelor off-season recap. And if we get done in enough time, we'll talk about a few of the guys and we'll finish up next week. Yep. Yep. Um, well, I guess Brent, later this week because it starts in a week. Right. First of all, Brennan, how are you? How It's been, what, like 15 years since we've done our last one? I think that's the truth. It's been, it's been nice. Like, I definitely yeah. enjoy the time off, but I think that we were both ready to come back. We had, yes. I know that we promised a lot of interviews <laughs> and then things got crazy uh, with things that we were doing and then your life got crazy with work and then I started a new yeah. job. So we've been very busy. So unfortunately, we did not get to everything that we had planned but don't worry there are plenty of off seasons to come uh one of our interviewers i talked to her last night and she said that she wanted to come on as a recap instead so cool. she'll join us for a recap later this season so we awesome will... yeah i think the things that we have cooking will fit really nicely in in this in season i think that they'll be they'll be really great and i think that the audience is gonna love them I'm hyped. Absolutely. I'm hyped too. So there's a lot there. There's a lot. I think with both, with both people that you've been communicating with, I think there's a lot there that we can like dive into. Um, yeah, I know myself, I will have a lot of questions and be very, very excited to hear their opinions. So yeah. Um, yeah. Life, life got crazy, but also the lives of Former Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants got pretty cray-cray in the middle of there. Uh, wouldn't you say so? Let's dive into it, shall we? Yeah. All right. Well, first, uh, from this most recent season of the Bachelor of Bachelor in Paradise, Tia Booth, she met somebody after the show, and now she on. Um, now these are all things that have happened. Thank you again to Bachelor subreddit. For yeah, helping me and these are, these are things that like Brennan and I, we like, we kept up with it, even though we weren't, even though we weren't recording weekly, we definitely kept our ears to the ground of Bachelor Nation. We were listening out, sharing everything on social media, sharing everything with each other. Every time something would happen, it would be like one of us would text each other and be like, mm -hmm. breaking me. <laughs> So then the first thing, April you know, 11th, really Tia Booth announces that she gets engaged. Uh, so congratulations to Tia. Uh, later on, we'll just do Tia's both at the same time. Uh, Tia announced on June, June, 6th, June 20th that she was pregnant. And apparently she found out about a week and a half after she got engaged that she was pregnant. Yeah. Um, wasn't so with Tia, though. I know she's like been she's experienced a bit of some heartbreak, right? This wasn't um let me go back. Because let's see, wasn't it her dad that passed? I think That sounds am familiar. Right am I thinking of the right person? Am I thinking of the wrong person? You're looking at me like I don't I mean I don't remember. <laughs> so I didn't want to say either way. Okay, let's see. So yeah, Tia's to review Tia's post. She says, um, this has undoubtedly been my most challenging season thus far. I've never felt so much overwhelming sadness and pure joy at the same time. It's been difficult to be grateful for the good as if um, 
as if one of the most important people in my life is missing the celebration. While I wish I could tell my dad all the good news in person, it brings me peace that he knows about he knows about it long before I do. And welcoming a new little life while mourning the loss of another proves that high emotions can exist simultaneously. And I have no doubt my dad had a hand in this. Happy Heavenly Father's Day to the first man I ever loved and happy soon to be Father's Day to my forever. So I don't know exactly the timeline of his passing, um, but yeah, I feel like it was pretty recent. Um, it could be. I don't remember, but yeah. I don't, I mean, I yeah. didn't watch her season, so I don't follow her. So um, yeah, because I, I did see that, that like her her post, it was it's really pretty black and white photo here. Um, he's texting me. Anyway, something USA Today about hot dog and beef for tomorrow, right before the July. Anyway, so Tia has a really great, really great black and white photo there. Um, her and her love. I'm very excited for Tia. I think that she deserves it. I think that everything, all of her Colton drama kind of labeled her for a little bit there. Then when she came into paradise, you know, I think that she was like a hit or miss there. She had a hot tattoo guys, Daddy Daddy for a little bit. Yeah. And then... You know, then she did some co-hosting of Bachelor Happy Hour, and now she's in love. So, oh yes, so good for love. Good, for, right. good for Tia. On May seventh, we had the hard launch of Maddie and her new boyfriend, who looks a lot like her dad. <laughs> okay, I have not seen this. Um, when you told me about Maddie, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I had no idea about her boyfriend. I just don't pay attention to Maddie. The only reason I know about her new boyfriend is because another podcast I listened to talked about how much he looks like her dad. And apparently he's apparently he's the son of a very rich person. He is? Yes. What what very rich person? I don't remember, but apparently he his dad made something or started a company or his dad made something. (laughs) He did something. He got he he got the biggest description of someone I literally have no (laughs) about anyway so you could tell me anything about this man and i'm just like okay i think he started i think i remember if i remember correctly he like started a very successful business okay let me see okay maddie pruitt um boyfriend boom okay let's see madison pruitt is accepting roses from a new man in her life the bachelor alum 26 announced via instagram on thursday that she'd been dating grant trouch for the last five months. Okay, let's go to page six, shall we? Grant Trout. Uh, okay, first of all, he looks like a baby. So does her dad. Phone, he looks like a baby. I need to see her dad side by side. I need, like, he looks like her dad? I don't remember. Uh, not so much in that picture, but the like the, the original picture. He kind of looked like her dad. All right, it's not important. Let's move on. <laughs> I really don't care about Maddie that much at all. Maddie's dating her daddy. All right, next. Don't, let's, not, let's not that be the yeah, headline. Right. Uh, so the next, JoJo and Jordan, they got married on May 14th. They did. Congrats, JoJo and Jordan. They are, how long have they been together now? I think the post said six years. That, I mean, they're survivors. Like, good for them. Well, they, remember they were supposed to get married the year of the. Uh, I remember when they did they JoJo did. and Jordan season on the goat seasons. They talked about how their wedding was supposed to be that summer, and they had to postpone yeah. it. 
Yeah. So they were supposed to get married two years ago. Yeah. Good for them, though. I'm excited for them. They had some beautiful pictures. Um, JoJo, of course, looked amazing, as always. They sold their pictures to People Magazine. Just look at them. She looks fantastic. He looks incredible. Just a cute couple. Yeah. They're, they're just so happy. He got on my nerves um, her season. He just seems very obvious to me, and I don't like it, even in my own love life, when someone seems very obvious. <laughs> Oh, I don't like it. I don't know why. I don't like predictability. Um, so he was too predictable for me. However, I'm glad that they have sustained. I'm glad that they are now, like, they tied the knot. I'm glad that they are hosting a show together, question mark? Uh, no, they did have a show called The Big D, which, in all <laughs> honesty, we were, we were possibly getting ad space for. But unfortunately, that show on the on the 19th of this month that's how that that show had been canceled which okay so i think it's funny that um i do think it's funny that we were supposed to maybe possibly have some ad space there now we kind of know why probably (laughs) (laughs) well okay so when we were filling out the paperwork you know my brother he's got a degree in marketing Mm-hmm. So I I texted him and he kind of helped me with like the paperwork and stuff. And I oh te- good, right? So and then I texted I texted him the same picture I sent you and said, "Hey, that show that we were supposed to possibly get ad space for got canceled." He goes, "Yeah, not surprised. That show was gonna suck." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so ironically, I literally just listened to my favorite podcast, the podcast with Max and Jamie. Um, they have nothing, they're no affiliation with us whatsoever, but fingers crossed one day our paths will cross and we will know them and become best friends with them. Anyway, maybe they'll promote our podcast. Maybe. So, but, um, Knox actually just listed this show as something that he was interested in over the summer. So that's why I was like, question mark, what happened with this? I see that it's been, yeah, it's literally been canceled. Um, weeks before it was supposed to premiere. It was supposed it just to be, had been teed up. It was already out there. It already been, already been filmed. Already been edited. Yeah. And to be clear, this was a show about people, divorced couples. Not it's not love is blind. It was like maybe a little bit of uh, the ultimatum. I feel like. Do you watch any other shows? You watch Love Is Blind. I, I've watched Love Is Blind. I also love to watch Love Is the Ultimatum. It was the closest it would be would be the ultimatum. Yeah, but they were formerly they were formerly married couples. Now they were divorced. Hence, what the big D is. Spoiler alert: um, it's not. Well, anyway, so they were supposed. I mean, this is a family friendly podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> I stopped myself. I stopped myself. So they were supposed to all be like in space, you know. And I guess they weren't trying to get back together with their ex, but all of these divorced couples were now having an opportunity to find love with other people there. Right. But also their ex was there. So that would also give them the ability to reconcile if they wished. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah. Closest thing I would say is ultimate. Maybe that's why TBS canceled it. Maybe that's why they were like Netflix beat us to the punch because their exes were already looming around there anyway. Right. On the ultimatum. So maybe it was like a little too close. Felt like a ripoff. I don't know, but best of luck to Jojo and Jordan as they find another show. To They'll host be fine. They'll host something. They must, really, they must really like working together. I'm going to take a bite out of this Starbucks um, coffee 
coffee cake. Uh, also, no no sponsorship, but uh, shout out Starbucks. If overpriced. You love all of it overpriced. Disgustingly so. Okay. It's delicious. Next thing. Uh, Becca Tilly and Haley Kyoko, they also had a hard launch of their relationship on May 20th via Instagram and also Haley Kyoko's music video. Okay. Here's the deal. Um, this relationship, they came out first, or Becca came out. Um, then a little bit later, it like the it's mirror, I feel like they're mirror type relationships. Becca launches her relationship. She's in a music video with her now girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's supportive of her. Everybody's like, wow. Apparently, she's been, they've been together for a while now. Yeah. The rumors had been swirling that they were already, that I, they'd long been I together. I didn't realize this. I don't know where I've been. I did not realize this. Because but, when I was looking up the timeline to make sure that I was confirmed, to confirm the date uh someone like a like six months ago was like becca tilly uh teasing relationship with Haley," and apparently there's like somebody like is either an instagram post or something thought that they were teasing that they Mm. were together so that yeah they've been together for nearly four years i was thinking i wanted to make sure because i was going to say three years but according to this yahoo article they've been together for nearly four years um, so, but, so here's, here's what I, I just thought was interesting is that, um, so Becca Tilly, she hard launches her new relationship, uh-huh. Instagram new video drops. She's in that video, you know, um, everybody's super supportive, exciting reality star stars in, um, stars in music video and then is also in a relationship with the performer. All right. Now, a couple weeks later, we've got my favorite person from Selling Sunset, Chriselle Strauss, stars in a music video with G Flip, and they are the, they're a rapper. This relationship launches on the Selling Sunset reunion. Reality star stars in music video, performer, is now in a relationship with performer. These two relationships, weeks apart, launch. They look exactly the same. Like it's it's so weird. Like so, I don't know if, and I don't want to say like Chriselle was like ripping off of Becca's hype because <laughs> I love <laughs> Chriselle. I'm not saying that like you know you do you girl like whatever whatever makes you happy. But I just thought it was interesting that I was like oh okay or maybe she maybe she got some maybe she got some motivation to be like hey. I need to, I need to step out, you know, and tell everybody like what I'm, you know, what's been making me happy. Who's been making me happy, you know, but did you hear about this? Did you hear about Chriselle? No, I don't watch that. I've, I've seen about two. <laughs> you're I've like, seen about I don't three. care. I don't know who you're talking about. I've seen about three episodes of Selling Sunset. Listen, I love it. I love it so much. I really do. And like I said, I love Chriselle. She's fantastic. I just thought it was interesting though. When I looked at the timelines of these relationships, I was like, wait a second. What? Like, hang on, Becca had her thunder right here. And then Chriselle's like, hang on, me too. And so I'm like, hold on, let Becca live in her limelight a little bit. I don't know. I'm happy for both of them though. I think it's exciting. Um, and it's apparently like Bachelor Nation to circle back around to the story because Chriselle is not on The Bachelorette. Um, but Becca, she 
and people in Bachelor Nation have known about this for years. Kudos to them for keeping on the DL for her until she was ready. Because the biggest person that could have blown this up was her best friend, JoJo. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's... Kudos to them for sure. I also, fun fact, forgot that Becca had showed up on Ben's season trying to hook up with him. <laughs> totally forgot about it. Totally forgot. Because she was like runner up for on a former Christmas season. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next on our list. Is, um, a friendship was born. All right. What else? Next on our list, speaking of Becca, Becca Kufrin uh, proposes to Thomas and now they are engaged. I love this. I don't know. I don't know if I have the guts to propose to the guy that I'm with. I don't know. Talk to me like like when I'm dating somebody and I'm like, oh my gosh, I might ask him to marry me. I don't know. <laughs> when I heard this, I was like, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Just being like, hey, I want to marry you. I think Let's it's become this. more popular in like the 20s. Yeah. Have you seen the new Father of the Bride? With Amy no. Garcia, Mm-mm. HBO Max, yet another name drop of a of a company that maybe, hopefully, one day I'm putting I'm manifesting these sponsorships. Yeah, go for us. it. Yeah, manifest. But, uh, HBO Max, Father of the Bride, Andy Garcia, the Bride is the one who um, proposes to the groom, and it's hilarious the way that the father, Andy Garcia, is like, "What you proposed to him?" She's like, "Yeah." <laughs> So, yeah, it is becoming a growing norm normality. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe by the time I do get married, maybe I am like, hey, I bought his ring. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, to follow up on Bachelorette news, Michelle announces on May 31st that she is taking a break from teaching. I believe she will not return to a classroom. She may... 100%. She's, Not- she's going to do influencing for a few years until her fame runs low. And then she's going to do teaching related things. But she's going to do like conferences and she's going to like be like the face of a company that writes curriculums. But she is not she is not going back to the classroom. I don't and even she, think that she will do that. I, I think once that I think she does care about teaching and she does care about students. Mm-hmm. So I think once. Like, if you think about it, within a couple years, you run out of enough cachet to make it your full-time job influencing. I think when that happens, she will realize, she'll be like, oh, I do miss, I don't miss teaching, but I do miss education. And I think she'll do something like that. I miss those kids that once led me astray and told me that um, that guy was authentic. Uh, what's his name? I don't even remember his name now. Don't do that to Nate. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't 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 do Nate like that, man. You're just laughing now. Okay, we're moving. You're so mean. We haven't even gotten to their breakup yet. Okay. So Next. Bad. That was just that was just like an unnecessary shot. Okay. Next on the list, Lauren Lane and Chris Lane. Lauren, she was 
Ben Higgins pick, right? Lauren Lane. Yes. Or, well, not, formerly not Lauren Lane. Bush- Bushnell. Bushnell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, formerly Lauren Bushnell of Ben Higgins season and her husband, uh, country superstar Chris Lane, announced that they're having baby number three on January, on June 6th. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought they had one baby. I did not know of the second one. <laughs> I, I, I put them in the same camp that I put Ari in. Ari and hers, Lauren, just like, just don't care. Like, please stop being in my life. You know, what's interesting about Ari, I couldn't stand him when he was The Bachelor. Could care less whenever he rode off into the sunset with his Lauren. Sorry, there's like a plane or something flying over. You can hear that. Um, But now that I see that he is really happy and it seems like he did go back to the right person, they seem to be really happy, and they're having some really sweet babies. Yeah, and obviously Becca's better off with Thomas. Yeah, Person, oh yeah. Personality-wise. So it, mm-hmm. I think it worked out for everybody so far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so good for Lauren, Lauren Lane. Um, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, after that, unfortunately, to uh, bring her back up again, Michelle and Nate announced their breakup on 619. Sorry, six seventeen. So that one was, it was sad. Don't, don't. <laughs> it was sad. It was. Sad. <laughs> I can't with you. I just can't. I you. just feel like when I saw that breakup announced, I was like, called it. Wasn't gonna last. I mean. Had I grown to appreciate Nate a little bit more with every post, yes, because I was able to see the way that their 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 personalities like kind of gelled, and it seemed like they were very relaxed with one another. And okay, you know. And okay. I think I don't think that Nate at any point was inauthentic. Mm-hmm. I think that he really liked her. Mm-hmm. And I think that she really liked him. And I just don't think that where they were in not only their lives, but they're also their understanding of what love was. Yeah. Was the same. Unfortunately, I think that because because he he did a serious Instagram post where he was like, you guys don't know me. I'm not a cheater. I'm not an F boy. Just because I go to the club with my boys doesn't mean anything happened. There was no cheating. I didn't do anything wrong. We just weren't compatible the way that we thought we were. And it happens almost literally every time. Like, I will admit, I did put him in that box. Um, and I think it, it was partially... It was his whole vibe. It's his whole vibe. It was the vibe. It was the earring. It was the tattoos. It was the clothes. It was everything about him. But I think that... We also have to be careful. I mean, we have to be careful not to like put him in a box and just like, all right, well, this is your box now. I mean, that's very true. That is very true. So I, I totally see that. Um, and it is unfair of me to have assumed that that would be the predictor of the relationship. R.I.P. Michelle and Nate. Yeah. Or, like Nate. Like I said, it literally happens almost every time. So 
we shouldn't mark them off as a special case. Yeah. Uh, following that up. Threat relationships, though. Back to back. Like This one, I mean, I care about as little as possible, I think, for a bachelor relationship. Katie and John. I, and I think it's because of the, the way that, that it started. Hmm? Oh, oh, sorry. Wait. I was just saying that they broke up on a, they announced that they broke up on the twentieth. Did you see Katie's post? Uh, that we're we're not together, and that's one it. one sentence. No, we aren't together. Like, and that whole that I I I don't know, Katie. Like, she doesn't like. Kudos to her for like promoting her own drama, because if you put out one sentence like that, cryptic, nondescript but it seems like you're talking about like something that people are going to assume, you know, cause she could say, no, me. And I think somebody had said like, well, in her other post, she was, she was like holding a pig or something like that. So maybe she was talking about her and the pig. Okay. I don't know. People were being ridiculous. Like they were like, maybe it's just talking about something else. Maybe it's not John. Um, kudos to Katie though, for hyping up her drama, because remember the way she did the rollout when she mm-hmm. did, 10 days of like, I forgot, messy or something. Yeah, so like it was that. a 12 days of messy. 12 days of messy, yeah. I mean, it's what she does. Yeah. She's cryptic, but she's like succinct with the crypticness. And then we're all like, oh my gosh, what? And then she's like, surprise, John and I are together. Let's answer some questions. And then it's like, meanwhile, Blake is like, uh, what? His mom is taking shots, you know? This was <laughs> like actual shots fired at Katie. Yeah, and I remember when I was looking at this earlier to try to find a date once again, somebody had shared a comment that they had uh, that they had posted. Like somebody that went to school with Katie commented on her post and was like, "Hey, I went to high school with Katie. This is the way she's always been." And someone was like, "Spill the tea." And they're just like, "No, like, there's not really any tea to spill. She's just always." never given a single F about what anybody else thinks or wants or does. She's going to do whatever she wants to do. And if you don't like it, tough luck. You know, kudos to that. And if that's, and if that's, I mean, it seems like she's been that way for a while. Cause if mm-hmm. she was like that way in high school and she's what? 30. I think so. Yeah. 30, 31. So she's been that way at least 15 years. So I guess good for mm-hmm. her. Yeah, she's consistent. At least, like, I like that that person was like, no, there's no drama, there's no tea. It's just, that is who she is. Yeah. Uh, Next on the list, we're doing, we're making good time, we're making good time. Uh, Next, Cam from Hannah Brown season, ABC Always Be Cam. He had his leg amputated. When he was 11, he was diagnosed with something called lymphedema, which is a blockage of the lymphatic system leading to intense swelling. And apparently, mm-hmm. it was made worse after a knee reconstruction, <clears throat> a knee reconstruction surgery that apparently went a little poorly last year. And he has since he tried to maintain, like whenever I, I when I was looking at his Instagram to find out the date, for the last few months he'd been wearing like a, con- a compression sleeve mm-hmm. on that leg, and I guess it just got to a point where they had to amputate. And so he is getting a prosthetic leg. Wow. So. I had to think about this when, um, like when you first told me about this, because I saw his name pop up in Bachelor Happy Hour and a couple articles, but I hadn't fully clicked on them. 
and I couldn't remember who he was. Can't believe I couldn't remember who he was because he was a huge deal on The Bachelorette and on the island, right? He was on the island for a short amount of time. Yeah, he I was think. sad there too, yeah. So, um, but yeah, his whole thing with Hannah B um, trying to, like, I remember him trying to tell her a story. Was the story about his leg? I don't remember. I think it was, and I think there are other things that he was talking about, but then obviously the producers do what the producers do best and strung yeah. all together to make it seem like an incoherent, sad sack pity story. Yeah, because I remember that just being like, oh my gosh, damn, you know, like, because at first he was really great, and then he just like, I mean, or just went crazy, I don't know. Um, so I I kind of wrote him off after after his appearance on the island, so I didn't remember so when you told me about this, though, I mean, I'm shocked. Like, that's that's really sad. I, have yet, I haven't listened to the interview with him. Now I want to circle back and hear. I'm also interested in hearing about his <laughs> story and his personality. You know, is it much like ABC always became, you know, or is it more even keel, you know? And yeah, that I don't was know. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Uh, next on our list Sydney from Peter's season. Uh, she married professional football player and linebacker uh, Fred Warner of the 49ers. Fun fact, this dude's legit. I thought you were going to say fun fact. I have no clue who this is. <laughs> no, fun fact, he's legitimately one of the best middle linebackers in the country. Really? He, he is in line for a big contract. And this is the Sydney that was with Mike, your your boy Mike on the island, right? No, this is Sydney from Peter's season. The uh Wait. She was like she was the mixed girl who got in a fight with that uh got into it with Alea. Okay, wait, I'm doing a quick Google search. Sydney Hightower. Hightower, okay. You're thinking of Sydney Latuko or Latoku? Oh, Sydney who said that she ate lunch by herself in high school and then everybody was like no she didn't <laughs> yes that's Sydney uh, okay yes Sydney who was who was apparently based on uh reports and not verified by me at all fake bullied yes that's Sydney <laughs> yes that's Sydney okay yeah okay but yeah, I had yeah. seen that they were together for a while so then when his name would pop up on podcasts or whatever, my, my goofy sports podcast, I actually recognized the name. I knew he was, but apparently he is incredibly good at football. This is why it's helpful because you love football the way that you do. I love watching football, but I don't know the names of some people who aren't Tom Brady or <laughs> Rob Gronkowski or anyone I care about. <laughs> right. Uh, anything else on that one? No, no, I'm just, now that that memory pops in my brain, picturing old Sydney sitting on a toilet eating lunch in the, in the, <laughs> uh, just love how people, people always come out of the woodwork when they're like, no, she didn't, that's a lie. <laughs> I ate lunch with her every day. Our next, I, our next on the list is the longest relationship soft launch in the history of Bachelor Nation. Blake Horseman mm. and Love is Blind's Janina Giabelli, which I have said before and I will say again, maybe the most beautiful person to ever be on reality television. Really? I'm, 
like I'm gonna go look at her again. Like, okay, she's because they just posted like a whole thing the other day about um reality TV and yada yeah, yada. So yada. apparently they met on a new Paramount Plus show called Reality TV All Stars. So that's what okay. That's what it was. Cause he posted something, the reality TV All Stars. I think he posted it. I thought he did. Maybe it was yeah. Um I okay, this sounds terrible. I love it. How many times over the course of us doing this have I started a sentence with this sounds terrible? But it's been a few. <laughs> I need a t-shirt that says it. But this sounds terrible, but I'm just glad that someone has won his heart so he doesn't have to traumatize me with his trauma again on the island. Or anywhere else, he can just sit in his recliner and give his play-by-play feedback on what's going on in Bachelor Nation. I know that he probably really wanted to be the host of the show or something because my boy was always sitting there, always giving his two cents. And I wanted to be like, hey, (laughs) like, shut up. So I'm glad that someone seems to be taking him off of our Bachelor Nation tray. You know, we don't have to expect him to show up anywhere. Nobody's like hooking up with him at, at you know, stagecoach or whatever. <laughs> they horseback. <laughs> I couldn't remember what the heck it was called. But, you know, uh, good. Or maybe they are. And maybe, I don't know, fingers crossed he's not cheating on her, but, you know, the boy's got a rep. So. <laughs> Stop it. You're the, you're just the worst. I can't with you right now. Sorry, not sorry. But congratulations to both of them. Hopefully it it works out so that we can stop hearing from him. That's really my only goal from this. And then the last story I have, Demi Burnett announced on the 30th, just a few days ago, that she is 11 months sober. Jimmy has had an interesting run on and off TV because she's she announced I think it was during during um oh gosh what, what why am I blanking on his name the last Bachelor uh, Clayton what's his name Clayton 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 goodness gracious um Clayton I think she announced during his season. Um, that she is autistic. Mm-hmm. And so um, she was figuring all of that out. Um, you know, uh, and then she's made other, she's made other announcements or other comments. I feel like she's taken this off season to really find herself. Um, and, I, and I hope she, she does. I think that, I think that the Demi that we see on the island, though, is actually Demi. (laughs) Very well could be. Character that she just keeps on coming back to. I feel like that's her. You know, because I think that the the season, the season on Bachelor in Paradise when she was with her girlfriend. um, Why am I blanking on her name? All these names are falling out of my head. Christian. Her girlfriend, Christian. When they had love story that played out before our eyes and and you know Demi was a likable person because she was happy you know and she was authentically herself and this whole um door had opened for her she was able to show this side of her world of, of herself to the world 
And then we've got the old Demi back on the island um, the next year or two later. So I'm sometimes I struggle to figure out which one is Demi, but I hope that she gets that clarity the more and more, you know, she's has her sobriety, you know, and she's figuring out her autism and everything. I would be interested to see who Demi is, like maybe hold off on reality TV for a while and then maybe come back. I think that's part of what she's doing with this uh, sobering up. Mm-hmm. I think it's allowing her to like realize that she's like actually better as a person when she's not drinking. Because obviously, the show gives you plenty of ability to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Goodness. Okay, so I guess that concludes that concludes the off season drama. That was a lot for happening in between seasons. I mean, we granted we did get a long break, but they kept us occupied. There was a lot, and also I think that, and I, I I know I talked to you about this. Do you think that they tell these people to hold off on their stories until we get closer to the new season? Because it felt like in the last few weeks, it felt like the closer we get to the new season, then it's like boom, um, John and Katie break up, boom, Michelle and Nate break up, you know. Um, whatever else was in there. Um, but it just felt like all of these stories were breaking closer to, and our followers were gaining too. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, we profited off of this, you know, <laughs> like a little bit too. I wouldn't be surprised if ABC yeah. asks, asked, but I also see their willingness to participate totally dependent on their relationship with the franchise. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I can see that. Um, but yeah, I just I noticed that little uh noticed that little that little trend that was happening. And I was like, hmm. And it's gay, it's increasing everyone's hype for the next season, which the next season of Bachelorette, we get not one bachelorette, but dose bachelorette. Dose, dose bachelorettes, yes. And uh I know your boy Nick Vial said <laughs> You're so mean. At this point, it's just fun for me to hate him, okay? (laughs) He could be the hero of all stories, and I'd still be like, God, Nick. Um, But according to him, he is saying that, like, for production-wise, it was a show, okay? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because Um, you can't can't do something. These producers and film crew and editors have done this the exact same way. 1800 times and they're like yeah, yeah do two of them at the same time how are you gonna do it i'll figure it out like that's what i am so interested in seeing because you know i don't i, I just i don't want to see two women fighting over someone i don't want to see them fighting over a guy because I, I think I, it only becomes i think it only becomes an issue if they both have the same person as their number one. Mm-hmm. And statistically, that's unlikely because I believe their types are going to be very different. But I mean, they were going for the same guy in the last season. You know, that's. <laughs> you were saying that their types are very different, but like they were literally, they were literally the last ones. <laughs> okay, but like, you know, that that's not necessarily because they have the exact same type. I mean, like I, I, I believe if I saw them like 
in like the real world, mm-hmm. I believe that they would be different, go after different different types of guys. Okay. I believe that I genuinely believe that Gabby's Gabby's uh, guy is quick witted and snarky and adventurous and like mm-hmm. maybe a little crass because she is those <laughs> things. So she's gonna look for something like that. And I believe Rachel's perfect guy is a lot more soft spoken, genuine, down to earth, mm-hmm. very sweet. Because that's that's I feel like that's who they would be going after. So I I I feel like we're gonna they avoided this by picking two girls who are obviously became close friends through trauma. <laughs> yeah. But also, in my opinion, we'll probably have different types. Mm-hmm. And maybe they saw different sides of Clayton, which brought in that that connection. I'm just glad it's not Clayton. Because yeah. uh, ju- I was done with that. <laughs> shall we jump into the few of these guys? Yes. Our first guy. Now, this, these, is, this is. I just, just want to say really quick. I have not looked at any of these guys. Like, I mean, I glossed over them when they were first announced, but I have not read into their bios. So if you all are listening to this episode, and you're hearing them for the first time too, we're going to do this together because I have no idea who most of these men are. And I'm very excited about this. And you have th- if you have thoughts on these guys, other than what we're going to read and share, you're welcome to share those thoughts on the post about this episode. And you can see that post on Instagram at podcasting for the right reasons. You can see that post on Twitter at right reasons pod. And you can see this post and maybe a clip or two from this episode on our TikTok at right underscore reasons underscore pod. So then those are our socials. We'll read those again off at the end yeah. of the episode. But if you don't know them, there should be all three of those handles should be in the show notes. Drop us a line. Tell us what we tell us if you agree or you disagree. That's always fun. So yeah, let's dive in. Uh, this list is from cosmopolitan. So this is not in the ABC order alphabetically. This is just, the list of guys that they have set up the way they have it. Our first I love name, Cosmo. Cosmo's I love good. Cosmo. Cosmo's good. The first one is James C. from Winnetka, Illinois. He is a meat, he's a 25-year-old meatball enthusiast. James is a charmer. Who that? I don't know what that means. James is a charmer with dimples so cute that you can't help but smile. He is ready to find someone to bring home to meet his loving, big Italian family and says that he hopes to find someone that will care about him just as much as he cares about them. He's looking for a relationship with undeniable chemistry and wants to find his best friend with whom he can build an amazing life. He also wants six kids to his future, so his future bride should be ready and excited for the nonstop thrill ride of his parenthood. For James, it's all about family and bringing someone in to enhance his already wonderful life. And really, who could ask for anything more? Six Not kids, me. Six kids I for want... me. Six kids for me alone is a deal breaker. Like that, uh, your job is a meatball enthusiast, James. This is him wanting a wife who can be the breadwinner because he is a meatball enthusiast for life for living for life. <laughs> that means that he is unemployed and he had nothing else to say. Also, James is a baby. He's twenty five years old. 
like he's a baby. How how old are how old are the bachelorettes? I think they're twenty and thirty or thirty one. I think Gabby's thirty one. I think Rachel's twenty eight. Yeah. Okay. I just don't want. Oh gosh. I just hope that we get a wide variety because I'm not trying. Like Peter's season of women scarred me for life. Okay. <laughs> I can't go through that again, and I ain't trying to do it with a thirty three men. Okay. Yeah. Like, fair. That's totally fair. No. That is. I am not going. But you talked about Gabby. And Rachel going through trauma, Peter's season, and Peter himself continually traumatizes me. <laughs> so I don't want that. James, you seem nice, but a no. Bye. Well, all right. Uh, next up is Kirk B. He is a 29-year-old college football coach from Lubbock, Texas. I believe that's where Texas Tech is. I think he must be a college coach at Texas Tech. That does sound really familiar because when I was in Texas, I remember people talking about that town. I don't, I don't know if I've ever been there. I don't remember. I don't, I, I don't think there's a whole lot besides Texas Tech. Yeah. Uh, it says here Kirk is a successful football coach who is ready to find love that will go the distance. During the season, he works seven days a week and wants a partner that understands how demanding his work schedule is and will happily hold down the fort while he's away. Uh, that's going to struggle with Rachel, who's a pilot who also leaves. That being said, he's looking for an independent woman and someone who will be his fee- his teammate through the hardest of times. Kirk's loves being the fun uncle to his brother's kids, but if true love, but it, if it's true love that he finds with either Gabby or Rachel, he's ready to go for a W and put a ring on it and start a family of his own. Touchdown. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I was not reading that. I just uh, that's a Gabby guy. Yeah, that's definitely a Gabby guy. Yeah, that's a Gabby guy. I think he's, I see his potential. I do. See, that, that James C is a bio. That's a bio. You told us what you told us who you are, what you're looking for, and what you need. Boom. Boom. There you go. Don't approach this like it is some sort of like, you know, all of the things that I was going to say, I don't think I can say on the show. So just don't be JMC. <laughs> don't be JMC. All right. Next, we have Mario V. He's a 31-year-old personal trainer from Naperville, Illinois. Naperville. It's a nice part of Illinois. Hmm. It's a Is fancy. It? It's a fancy Chicago suburb. Oh, I don't know if I've ever been there. Whenever I go to Chicago, I just say I'm in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, you don't go to Chicago for the suburbs. No. <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're going to Wrigley Field, there's no reason to go Rubs. I have been there. So that is, I know I've been there. I've been to White Sox City, but I've never been to Wrigley. Mm. Uh, he, his bio says, Mario is a ball full of energy and a smile that lights up the room. When it comes to love, Mario says he's emotionally available and probably wears his heart on his sleeve. He has done the self-work and is ready to be vulnerable, settle down, and start a family of future basketball players. For Mario, fitness is a way of life, and even if it isn't getting paid, he'd still be out there working hard for his clients. Above all, Mario just wants to make his his mother proud. He is looking for a woman to tune in, in tune with her emotions and someone to share a good meal and conversation with. Sounds like you've come to the right place, Mario. I think that that is a Rachel guy. Maybe? I believe that's a nobody guy. Really? 
I do not see him sticking around. He seems like somebody who only really cares about fitness. Because it was fitness and family. That's all it was. And that's not enough to stick yeah. around. I don't see him ending up with either one of them. But no, I think I, maybe... That's also... I'm just envisioning how this goes when they do the, the rose ceremony. You know? It's going to be weird. Like splitting the teams. Mm-hmm. Like, do you stay on the team? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. This is so crazy. The questions are endless. Uh, yeah, I'm going to move him into a maybe column. I don't know. I don't know who's maybe column it is. I, don't know. I, I move him into, unfortunately, probably first half of the season column. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Next is Hayden M. Hayden M is a 29-year-old leisure executive from Tampa. I don't know what that means. I have absolutely no clue what that means, but I would love to be a leisure executive. I, I just want my life to be chill and I want to make money from it. So. Sounds like a good time. I just don't know what it is. Uh, his bio says, with a bit of an accent and a lot of the charm, Hayden is a proud of his southern roots. He tries to not take life so seriously and loves to golf, hit the beach, and work his magic on the grill. He considers himself to be a very romantic and enjoys planning extravagant dates to make his partner feel special. Hayden is looking for a thoughtful and trustworthy woman who appreciates him for the man he is, even on his worst day. She also must love dogs because Hayden and his good boy Rambo are a package deal. No one is getting a ring on their finger without Rambo's approval, so let's get this party started. Uh, I think we just introduced ourselves to Rachel's fiance. Do you? I, first of all, she's from Florida, so she doesn't have to... It's going to be easier to make it work. Uh-huh. He's, he says he's looking for someone who's, who's willing to... She, she, she clearly liked the uh the way that the show makes her feel mm-hmm. makes her feel special he wants to make his partner feel special i'm just wondering what the the um he's serious like so he tries to take life seriously loves to golf hit the beach and work his magic on the grill he's a leisure executive is that also a fancy way of saying that he's unemployed <laughs> Again, I have been unemployed. Like I, I think there's a lot of people out there that may be unemployed. You know, so like that is. I'm, I'm not knocking on that, but I'm just saying. Like, are we finding fancier ways of saying like, listen, I'm not currently getting paid. Like he just listed all the things that like are so chill. You know, he didn't tell us anything about what he like does. It's I, just like I think. He sounds like someone who was willing to let his spouse be the breadwinner. And and, and, I, and Ra- awesome. Rachel made it clear that like her last serious relationship ended because he was uncomfortable with her the way she worked and the way she traveled and the way she lived. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really Rachel's believe that this sounds like woman. Rachel's a very empowered woman and if somebody allows her the room to be herself and to grow and climb that that um that ladder like hey i think that's why like when clayton said to her that he didn't want to clip her way back like that's something that she was like you're amazing like that's where he got her heart Mm -hmm. so i do see i see potential i'm just really like when he's listening all these like super chill things i'm like is that what a leisure executive is I think we need to see more about what that means. And if is he just like, 
does he manage uh like a beach like you know one of those beach things that rents out like boogie boards and jet skis and stuff if that's what he does i've been watching a lot of baywatch um (laughs) because shout out to the roku channel for having all day baywatch episodes all of the time i don't know it's the best show to watch when you're just like i just i just need to chill um but that reminded me of that also i did just google leisure executive jobs this is a thing so my bad on um assuming he's unemployed on a, yeah assuming that he's unemployed there's there but under the list it's like partnership executives customer service executive hospitality sales executives account executives so i mm, i think I, he probably either sells or rents out leisure equipment and leisure. i believe that's probably a pretty busy business in tampa where you can rent out golf clubs, you can rent out jet skis, you can rent out beach stuff. I believe that's probably what he does. He probably either sells or rents out outdoor stuff in a busy touristy city like Tampa on the beach. Okay. Okay, well, what is a leisure manager? Leisure management is delivery of leisure services by understanding the phenomenon of leisure and how to organize a department and facilities. What did I just read? Maybe is he like a rec- like a parks and recreation guy? Maybe because okay, what is leisure study? There's a leisure studies degree. Sports and leisure management provides broad-based education in sports and leisure management. What are these like these Google descriptions are just repeat they're repetitive enough that like somebody will read this and just be like okay that's it because you repeated the same thing over and over again what's the purpose of leisure planning you know what we're gonna go with i think that you are somewhere on the right track i'm gonna turn on a light behind me because it's getting darker and darker in my apartment really quick keep talking all right our next our next guy is quincy w he's a 25 year old life coach from miami Quincy's energy is unmatched, and he has a unique gift to uplift the people around him with both laughter and wisdom. Quincy fulfilled his lifelong dream of becoming his own boss, and even travels the country giving motivational talks. To Quincy, genuine connection is everything in a relationship, and he believes in treating women as strong, beautiful queens who deserve romance. Quincy, you're in luck. Rachel and Gabby are ready to be romanced. I'm not going to lie to you. When guys are like strong when they like say the thing strong beautiful queen i'm out yeah, for sure <laughs> i hate it i hate when they're like the, the queen thing i believe he will i believe quincy here will have all of the words and none of the actions right right like i just don't and i mean yes he's got a cool swagger about him but i don't see which it reinforces my thought that he has all of the words in action Mm-hmm. Oh, this so, is... all right, Quincy, you're out. But he's a life coach. Maybe he can get together with the leisure executive and they can build a business. I, still, I just don't know what that is. <laughs> our, oh, our next guy's a doozy. Colin is a 36-year-old sales director from Chicago. Look at his look at his picture. His picture is like... I want to punch gore- him in the throat. Greed is good. <laughs> yeah. 
Colin lives for the thrill of the experience. Travel is his thing, and he hopes to find someone who wants to experience everything the world has to offer right alongside him. He says his perfect woman is self-aware, courteous, and fun. She should have a good head on her shoulders, appreciate romantic gestures, and of course be up for an adventure. Colin is not looking to be the passenger on someone else's train and wants to find a connection that is truly a partnership. For Colin, life is all about creating a long-lasting memory anything more. I believe he will come on way too strong and he will become quickly on both of their lists of people I do not want any a part of. Is it? Is it the hair? Is it the hair? It's the hair. It's the, oh, I'm is up for an adventure, but like we're partners. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking a backseat to anyone. Mm. And we have to, these are, it's these the are the lean two. like headshot pose too, for me, where he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm awesome. The these, city's behind me. <laughs> these are two strong independent women i think that's what's gonna make this exciting but if, but i feel like they're going to clash because of... you think they're gonna clash with each other because of no it? i think he's gonna clash with both of them oh i see i see okay yeah that's a possibility because i feel like they're going to take charge of this the way that clayton did not and i think that mm. he's not and i think that colin is not going to be a fan of that Colin's going to go for the next Bachelor. He's going to try. Oh, yeah. Uh, next. All he's have... reminding me of is that I wish that he was Colin Farrell. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. We can get Colin Farrell in this show. No, I... We're on our show for no reason whatsoever. Oh, okay. Sure. His accent and ask some questions. Like, will you marry me? Anyway, next. <laughs> next, we have Tyler in. He's a 25-year-old small business owner from Wildwood, New Jersey. Tyler is an Italian stallion. (sighs) Looking for for the love of his life. He isn't afraid to be over the top and says he wants to be the kind of connection that is profound. Others will say that it's the kind of love you only see. Tyler's dream woman is fun, reliable, open, be ready to come home and meet its wonderful woman. He wants to find someone who will be vulnerable with him. No surprises, please. If the connection is there, Tyler is the kind of guy who will give it his all. He's ready to go. That doesn't send him home. I, he's young. He looks like a baby. Again, he's got that swagger lean. He's posed underneath a bridge of some sort with some moss on it. I want to know what that small business is. Yeah, what, really a small business or is it just like, hey, I sell things with my buddies. Right. He's like, we're thinking about launching a tequila line, aka we're just like talking about it. <laughs> he, um, he's got a tequila hookup. He just hasn't pulled the trigger yet. Right, right. Um, he's adorable. I'm not gonna lie about it. He's, he's, adorable. A, he's a handsome looking dude. I just don't know if he. I think part of it's gonna be really what how attached he is. Yeah. But he says that he wants the kind of connection that is so profound, others will say that it's the kind of love you only see in the movies. That's where he loses me a little bit because if he said, I want a connection that's so profound profound that it's like the love you see in the movies. But he's like, others will say it's like the love you see in the movies. I'm like, are you just like walking me around like trying to showcase this love? Yeah. What if don't think that? What if people think we're normal? <laughs> So I don't know. The <laughs> I don't know. He lost me at the Italian stallion thing, but he oh, might be yeah. able 
he might be able to like reel me back in. We'll see. Well, we have to remember, maybe he didn't say Italian stallion. He approved us. That's fair. Uh, next on our list is Tino F. He is a 28 year old general contractor in Del Rey, California. Tino is a go with the flow kind of guy. He loves spending time with his family and friends. And if he's not surfing, he's cycling, camping, or loving on his family dog as much as he possibly can. Tino is very involved in giving back to his community and wants to find someone who will work to make the world a better place alongside him. He wants a meaningful connection that will set the groundwork for him and his future wife to be everything. And he wants four kids. He's ready for to put everything he's got into building something with Rachel. And we think the two of them will deserve nothing less. I believe Tino will be a strong candidate for Bachelor, but will not win. I think, yeah, I got to see him in action because the, the smile is a little forced for me in the picture. The backdrop is beautiful. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with you. If it's the four kids thing that throws me, I don't know why. Like, I feel like he's kind of like, I got this plan and I'm like locked into this plan. Whereas I feel like these two women are just kind of like, I'm going to go with the flow and whatever life brings me, whatever I feel like. Yeah. Because they know themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's, he does seem adorable though. And I do think that he will get mid-season, maybe to the end. Well, not to, I don't know if, I don't know if he'll go to the end end, but I think mid, I'll give him mid-season, that mid-season and like that semi-finals. That's fair. For who? Maybe Gabby? I think both of them will be have a general interest in him because he's 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 a handsome guy. He seems mm-hmm. very relaxed. He's got a good stable job. I think that they'll be like neither of them will be like yeah he's my guy, but neither one of them mm-hmm. will be like no he's not my guy. Yeah, yeah, he does. I'm just like looking at his eyes and looking at his teeth. <laughs> That's how I like look at pictures. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's cute. He's cute. He's a, he's a cute guy. Uh, next yeah. is Avon J, a 28-year-old oh. sales executive from San Diego. Not feeling even at the slightest. Avon's really? Because life... I think he's pretty cute. <laughs> it's, the, it's the eyebrows. It's I the... literally said, oh, I think, I don't think, I think those are, those, like, the, it's the shadows, like, Maybe that's a shadow. Or his eyebrows so big that they're causing a shadow. That's Dang that's it. my concern. Dang it. Avon's life is fueled by passion, whether he's slaying the sales game oh my God, at work or hooping on the weekend. Avon puts his heart into everything he does. He tries to approach, approach love with the same mentality, but yet to find his perfect match. Avon wants a woman who is loyal, honest, and able to organic bring out his fun side. He should lo- he she should love the travel as much as he does and will value quality time above all else. Avon wants to build a meaningful relationship that goes deeper than the surface and when he one he is ready to put it all out there if it means finding his forever. I think he's really attractive. <laughs> I think he's attractive. Now he did lose some points when he said Laying the sales game at work or hooping on the weekends. Like, 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really like slaying, you know, but he's he's so cute though. <laughs> <laughs> Slay all day, baby. Like I think they should have found an angle that doesn't bury his eyes in his eyebrow shadow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but those shoulders are good. So you know what, Avon J or Avon, yeah, J. Um I'm here for it. All right. You're here for Avon. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> uh, next, I think this will be our last guy for the day, Ernie. We're yeah. at one oh five. All right. Yeah. Our next guy for the, our last guy for today, and we'll try to come back later this week for the rest of them. Next is Ethan K. He's a twenty-seven-year-old advertising executive from New York City. His bio said Ethan is a hopeless romantic who isn't afraid to wear his heart on his sleeve. He loves his New York City. He loves his life in New York City, but is the point of his life for going out until four a.m is of no interest and would rather spend his time whining and dining a woman who is just ready to settle down as he is. Ethan's dream woman is genuine, family-oriented, comfortable in their own skin, and above all else, fun. He credits his mother with teaching him to value a woman's love and that thanks to her, he enjoys making a woman feel special and appreciated. Ethan is a big believer in signs, and thanks to a few well-timed coincidences, he feels that it is exactly where he's meant to be, Will the stars be aligned as he makes his way out of the limo? I'm not reading that. <laughs> you see the look on my face as I got there? Like, y'all, I just need you to know what Brendan's not reading is the end of this bio literally says, Twinkle, Twinkle, Ethan. Like, that's like an XOXO gossip girl. Yeah, that's why I didn't read it. He had me until that line. They did that to him. Why they do him dirty like that? He had me until he said 4 a.m. No. Right, but he said, but is at the point in his life where going out until 4 a.m. is of no interest. Going out till 4 a.m. should never be of interest. <laughs> so it's upsetting to you that it was his interest? <laughs> you know what going, you know what the height of going out to me was? What? Like twelve thirty. The height of going out for me, I would say it was it was in the two, it was within the two two thirty range. Like never. Well, I mean, four. If I was out at four, is because I was over at a friend's house already. If I'm at four, I don't think. I've done four. I've done four. I think the last time I was out till four a.m. was legitimately. Like Black Friday 2013. Oh, okay. So you were like out just shopping, getting those deals. And then that was the last time I ever did it till four until all night, basically. Since yeah. then it's been like, okay. Well, a couple of years after that I would do like like twelve. Mm-hmm. And since then, just I just don't go. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's maybe I think it wouldn't be as gross to me now if I didn't have a toddler and the other day I went to bed at 9.15. See, like, I don't even have a toddler and I fell asleep the other day at 9.15 and it was the most peaceful thing I've done in a long time. <laughs> it is currently 8.30 and I fully expect when I end this call and go upstairs that my wife will be asleep. See, there you go. There's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. I like how you are, it's upsetting to you that he 
was even thinking about 4 a.m. <laughs> because you physically cannot get enough sleep before you have to be at work if you're out till 4 a.m. Ask, ask me, 27-year-old me would have told you otherwise. I think 20, 23-year-old me, 22-year-old me definitely would have been like, I'm going to be at my friend's house until 4. I'm going to get home, go to sleep, and I'm going to wake up and go to work at 7.30. I couldn't do it. Yeah. We have to remember, though, as we've discussed before, I have a condition. Oh, that's true. That's true. I have a diagnosed blood disorder called chronic fatigue syndrome, and that means that I require more sleep than the average person. So if okay. I if I got three hours in a night, uh, I would be unable to function. I would have a migraine that would never go away. Mm-hmm. And I would, like, legitimately, I would not be able to function. If I got more, if I got, if I get less than six hours of sleep, I'm like, like not, I'm struggling. Yeah. So then you're, that's legit for you. No, like no wonder your brain is like, I cannot process what this man is saying. Like you're literally like my brain, my very existence, I cannot process this. Therefore, it's out of the running. This is just, I'd be like. We could be friends, mm-hmm. but we could be friends till 11. And then See, you... like, I'm getting this. I'm getting this. I understand what he's saying, but I could no longer. But what's surprising to me is it's at 27. Because I think 27-year-old me had hit the point where I was like, not even, not even midnight showings for movies anymore. Like my friends and I now talk about when you talk about how we used to do mid midnight show, midnight showings for like you know um, new movie releases and everything, and it was a total norm for us. Like we could literally it was nothing to just be like, hey, let's go out, like let's do a late dinner or something like that, and then just go see this new movie, and then we'll probably just get home at like three. It was nothing. It was fun. the only the only midnight showing I've ever been to was the original Hunger Games. Yeah, by the time the original Hunger Games hit, I think I was about his age, maybe. I don't know. I'm guessing I feel like I was. And, uh, yeah, no. I think I saw the Hunger Games at, like, seven, six or seven at night. I was already, like, now, now, me and my me and my crew, we roll up to that matinee. Like, <laughs> it's Nothing, great. There are a few <laughs> things better than being able to leave a theater. And it being broad daylight outside. Right. The sun is still shining. It is a beautiful day. Okay. A few weeks ago, me and my brother and my sister-in-law saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse at Madness at like 1.15 in the afternoon Mm -hmm. on a Sunday. Yeah. And you got to live the rest of your day doing other things. We we went back and hung out with my family. And then they drove three hours home. It was, it was the middle of the day on a Sunday. I'm just like, this is the way to do this. There's no reason to do a 10 o'clock movie. Maybe that's what Ethan K is saying. Maybe Ethan K is like, you know what? All these ladies that want to go to the movies at midnight, like, come over, you boo-boos. Yeah. That's <laughs> what he's saying, man. All right, well, that's he's good like, to I'm know. I'm just looking for a good matinee girl, all right? For lunch. I would, I would like to change that. Uh, three minutes ago, my wife texted my mother and me, so she is still awake. Surprise, surprise. Maybe she's maybe she's like, hey, let's go out at midnight. 
hundred percent, she's not. Immediately no. Immediately no. I've heard all I need to hear. No. <laughs> so Ethan K, all that to be said, he's on the radar. I'm digging his vibe. I also believe in signs. I like this whole family-oriented, genuine, comfortable in his own skin. I like him, and I think he's adorable. You know? I feel like he is authentic. I I believe this is the combination of New York City slash advertising executive slash formerly out till 4 a.m. I see an F-boy in disguise. What? That's a... Like, that literally... Okay, let me rephrase that. Maybe a guy who's trying not to be an F-boy anymore, but still is, like, in his heart of hearts, doesn't know how to behave outside of that? I think he was the... I think he was the guy in his crew that probably was, like, you know... I don't have to be out, but I'm gonna stay out because I'm cool. But also, it's cool to sleep. No, like he wanted to be in, and his friends were the F boys. I think he's the good guy in the crew. That's the way I see this. He's the star of the rom com. He's he's no, a rom com. No, that's he he is the star of the rom com's douchey best friend. No, no, this is the star he's, of the rom. He's like, you really want to settle down, man? You want to leave all this for that? We the world is our oyster, man. You're trying to settle down with a fish. Come on now. We have so much more to do. No. Yes. No. He just said he just said he enjoys making a woman feel special, appreciated. He's believing in signs. The f boy doesn't believe in signs. The f boy knows that the girls believe in signs. The f boy believes in signs when he's high or he's drunk. This guy is neither. I believe there is nothing more, in, there is nobody more in tune to what a woman wants to hear than an F-boy. And I believe that we have found our F-boy. If you're right, if this, like, if you're right, I'm going to be, I'm going to be so, I'm going to punch a hole through my drywall and have to pay a fine. Like, I'm so mad. Well, hopefully your knuckles are warmed up because you're going to need them. No. <laughs> All right. No. Rom-com star right here. <laughs> Until we come back, guys. Uh, thank you, Ernie, as always. My name is Brendan Hare. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pond. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons. And you can follow us on TikTok at Right underscore Reasons underscore Pod. We will, our goal is to come back again this week and finish off the rest of the guys. Life is crazy and we don't get paid to do this, so we'll see what happens. But you know we will be back next week for the start of the season. I could not be more excited. I am itching to see men try to attempt to convince Rachel or Gabby that they are the love of his, their life. It's going to be so fun. I I can't wait to see. I just can't wait to see how this is all. Is it chaos? Is it like a guided tour? You know, like what will it be? What's the limo drop-off like? Are they meeting both of them standing on the wet sidewalk together? Are they stay, are they standing side by side? Or are they on like, you know, opposite sides? Like you just got, like I said, pick a team kind of thing. I want to see that gigantic rose ceremony. What are the to be continued cuts? Do we still get those at the end? Do, like what what's what's happening? This is huge. I, I, I could not be more excited for how this is going to go because I think it's going to be 
crazy. Yeah, I like I said, I heard that the producers are like never again. <laughs> well, I believe if it is a massive hit, then they will be doing it again. I if this works, what if we get two bachelors? I don't know. I don't know about uh, two bachelors. I think two bachelorettes works much better than tears. Yeah. I'd be interested to hear more of your thoughts on why you think that. But until then, guys. Until then. Bye, everybody. Bye.